Hi, Melissa. How are you doing? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Woo! Almost 5 p.m. 4.40 p.m. on a Friday. Before Halloween. What are your Halloween plans? Wait, when's Halloween? What day is it? Wednesday. Okay. What's your Halloween plans? So, going out today for tacos and burritos. That's not very Halloween-y. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually have a... So, I didn't tell you, but I, I bought... Last year, I went to a... Um, a fancy dress store and I left it until like lunchtime of the Halloween and the company that I worked at was having a Halloween social. So I left it until the very last minute and like one of the few things that was left was this, I think it was like a hundred dollars and it's, honestly, I'll, 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 okay, maybe I'll wear it on Wednesday. And it's, I don't even, it's like a clown's, it's a clown's mask, but it's, it's made of felt and it's like a whole body. Oh my gosh. It's weird, it's kind of weird to describe. Um, but you have to dress up Wednesday because I'm dressing up. But I'm not giving away my my yeah. costume. I well, I, maybe I'm giving it away. But the only problem with this costume is, so we had a Halloween party, right? What did you do at Halloween work parties, especially? You have some beers, right? There's nowhere you can't actually. <laughs> there's no mouth. There's no mouth gap. Oh no. So you can't do it. Anyway, welcome to the foot work. Well, number one, episode one, series one number one um, so we're going to run through some stuff we're not going to make it all about flip right we're going to talk about work life balance tech life balance working wellness and a whole bunch of other stuff um, and we'll put any notes that we have in the we'll put any, any stuff that we talk about in the notes um, so first and foremost we've got this article here published today by Sarah from the Globe and Mail, Toronto's finest. Tell us what it's about, Melissa. Uh, so the title is to curb or encourage cell phone use at work. Okay. Um, for employers, there's no one size fits all solution. So essentially, Sarah goes into talking to retailers yeah. and the restaurant um, and the clothing sales space, um, and it's kind of interesting to me that. I mean, when I worked in retail long ago, but not that long ago, yeah. it was very much frowned upon. You could lose your job for being on your phone. And now I'm reading here that there's companies that are allowing it. It's weird. The only, I never, so I, I think, when did you work in retail? Like how old were you? Five plus years ago. So early 20s. Yeah. It's kind of a young people's thing to do, right? But mm -hmm. I always, I don't know what it's like here in Toronto, but back in, back in, back in England, it was like. You either, when you were young, you either worked in retail or you would go and work in pubs and restaurants and all that kind of stuff. I chose the latter. Uh, but my sister always worked in retail. She was worked in Zara, that kind of stuff. And if I remember correctly, like, they worked out hard. You know what I mean? It wasn't, she didn't love working there. Um, so it's amazing that now, so basically they're going to allow or not be so harsh on the employees on the shop floor. Or is it more talking about where they're, uh, where they're like in the office with all the designers and the stylists, that kind of stuff? Which one? Does it say? Maybe not. <laughs> uh, well, they talk about um, being able to use it in the fashion industry, okay. and uh, they, I mean, they reference a bunch of uh, retailers. Yeah. But to me, it makes more, more so, more sense with even something with my role. Yeah. Um, so you wouldn't go into uh, most companies and be able to have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter all open at the same time. But yeah. if that's your work, that's what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I can see the same if you're taking photos of uh, 
runaway dresses or gala presentations. Yeah. Um, but if you're working at a retail store, whether it's a mall or um, in a space where you're working face to face with the customer, I can't see it being a huge benefit. I mean, if especially with Christmas shopping coming up, the last thing I want to do is see a bunch of employees <laughs> on their phones. <laughs> Um, but I do appreciate the fact that if they do get an emergency call, they can quickly check, yeah. go to the back stop yeah, yeah, or whatnot, yeah. and they can take care of what they need to. Similarly to uh, to what you would do if you were in a classroom setting, you need to check your phone. Yeah. No, I, I get it. So whenever I go to like a shopping mall at Christmas, typically like two days before Christmas Day because I've left it and I always leave it. And two months away from Christmas, even now I'm like... Got to get my stuff together. Got to get it sorted out. Got it. I won't. I know that I won't. I'll leave. I'll leave it until like the twenty second of December. I'll go to the mall, and the last thing I, I guess the last thing that I want to do is be like chasing down, you know, an employee on the on the shop floor asking if they've got certain sizes of whatever. But on the flip side, I can kind of see how it would make sense for the let's say let's say Zara, right? And they're they've got their employees like. Instagramming and you know, posting social media like on the shop floor in real time, that's pretty good for the brand, right? Know, yeah, just think? as you're saying that, I'm seeing a quote here. It says, uh, if you think Mary is beautiful, she works at Sephora and you want to look just like her, um, it's not unusual for someone in fashion to post, come to our store, we have jeans 50% off. So maybe they are dabbling a bit into... Um, somebody working in the yeah. sales floor taking yeah. photos of, of the makeup that they've done or would do on someone. Yeah. It's like converting your employees, especially like, you know, if they're, if they're on the retail floor, they're probably not that connected or committed to the company. But I guess if you allow them to do that, then I guess you're turning your employees into like advocates and influencers, that kind of thing. Yeah, increasing brand engagement depending yeah. on their. Um, their influence for sure. But they would have to. I don't know. I, I guess it opens a whole kind of kind of worms on like. So you allow them to do that, but you tell them they can only post like on social and like be basically be marketing and advertising for them. How do you how do you how do you police that? How do you manage that when they're... otherwise they might be you know Snapchatting like some customer and making fun of that customer and that kind of thing and then that's. I don't know. It's it's gonna be is that'll be a difficult thing for them to manage, but uh, it also talks about. Well, I think we should also talk about what happens in kind of office jobs, well, white collar kind of jobs, right? So, I think going going back when before I started at Flip, before I kind of was aware of the world of phone time, phone time management, and kind of managing your phone and your work and your technology use a little bit better or, or just more mindfully. Um, I can tell my, my my phone use was way different to what it is now. How about you? Um, I don't see much of a difference. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in my defense, I mean, I'm working in social media yeah. for, for Flipped for the brand. Yeah. Um, but I am more um, okay with being offline now. So... Um, if I know I'm going grocery shopping or uh, if I'm training for a company run, yeah. um, I'm more um, comfortable leaving my phone at home and having it uh, flipped off or turned off yeah. rather than uh, feeling like I have to be connected all the time during off hours. How is your practicing going for the run? 
not so good. <laughs> the cold air doesn't help, but you know. Man, I, I, so I, I went for a run on Monday. I did, I did 5K. And, uh, wait. No, my aim was to do 5K in the morning. Oh, man. I only did, like, three and a half, and I was like, I'm going to do, I'm going to make up the rest of it in the afternoon, like, after work. I didn't. Oh, man. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> so, we, 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 we've got a flip company run, and different different lengths. So, you're doing, you're doing five, right? 5K, yes. Okay, I'm yeah. doing 10. And then I'm, I'm gonna guess that Alana's doing 15, right? Yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, she'll like, she'll walk it and do it quicker than. It. <laughs> oh my God. Like she can run backwards and then still run quicker than than us. Um, so, so I've been I've been kind of using that um, the runs. I guess not so much to like purposely flip up or anything. Um, but what? So what I used to do when I was running is I would listen to a podcast or, or I would listen to music or something like that. And I'd be like, great, this is like an hour that I could use to fill my brain full of stuff. But I've been reading this book called Spark by John Ray. I don't know how to pronounce his surname. Ratey? Ratey? R-A-T-E-Y. Do you know which one? No, sorry. Okay. So he talks about, and it gave this specific example. I was reading it on the subway this morning. It's like, okay, so if person A, if they're doing exercise and they're like trying to learn at the same time, so you, you know when you see people on like an elliptical or even a treadmill and they're reading a book or something like that at the same time, that's actually less conducive to learning than it is to do the exercise with hardly any other stimuli and then immediately afterwards read the book, like do the learning that kind of thing so that's what I've been doing so I've been consciously um, or purposely not listening to podcasts or anything like that it makes it more difficult right like especially on Young Street if you run up and down Young Street and there's like gross trucks and like you might get run over at any moment that kind of <laughs> stuff you kind of want to blot yourself out from it and uh, how, how have you like have you been when you when you run do you put in music and do you listen to stuff or um so i tend to run without but it is harder it's uh it's not it's much nicer to put in music and run but it does feel that it's taking away from it yeah yeah i guess so okay all right so hey cal how's it going okay so uh the next uh article I want to talk to you about. Uh, it's uh, on hotelmanagement.net. Uh, it talks about a New York City hotel um, that's offering a discount for them to lock up your cell phone. Is this something that you would particularly be interested in? I'd kind of freak out a little bit. I think, I think I'd kind of freak out. The physical thing of giving it across the... Giving it a, like, my phone is a really good phone. <laughs> and like, what about if that person at the front desk takes it right or it falls into the wrong hands and I never see it again that's I'd, I'd be kind of freaked out about that so they'd have to I don't know if you've looked into it any deeper do they have any kind of like guarantee that you will not lose your phone would you do it um, it doesn't say uh, no and not just because I'm a, a social media specialist um, also um, I've seen at uh, a few other hotels that they offer a uh, wellness package 
uh, where they encourage you to be off your phone and there's yeah. um, a lot of things having to do with being uh, mindful and being present in the moment um, I'd be more in tune with a box in my room that I could put my phone in and lock it if I had control over that but same uh, I mean my phone is not the yeah. best phone but yeah. giving my phone to somebody else <clears throat> kind of freaks me out yeah that kind of reminds so I don't know if I ever told you when I was uh, like several years ago I went I don't know why I signed myself up to it I didn't have a clue about what I was letting myself into it I went to do something called a Vipassana meditation course Right, I, I don't know. I was living in Asia, and I was like, I'm gonna go do some meditation. I really didn't real, I didn't know what I was letting myself into. To be honest with you, it was ten days, and it was intense. Like people dropped out. I noticed people, so you couldn't speak to anybody. Oh my. Yeah, yeah. So, the, so the whole thing is like you're, you're doing these deep meditation. Pretty much all day you, you meditate. You hardly eat for ten days because apparently that makes the mind sluggish, and you need to have your have an active mind. Um, and because you don't say anything, the moment that somebody does actually say say something to you, you keep on you just keep on remembering that, and that happened. It happened to me because we I shared a room with somebody, and I was like, I didn't know what the rules were. I was like, Hey, hey, how are you, man? And he's like, 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 mouth shut. He's like, and for ten days, I'm like, this guy must think I'm an idiot. Like, for ten days, right? Anyway, on the ta- in the taxi on my way there, and I, I lost my phone. I, well, my phone fell out of my pocket in the taxi. I know I only know this because, um, like there, you had to give them your phone, right? And that was kind of my first experience of that, and I was kind of apprehensive, whatever. But it turns out, like, <laughs> I didn't have a phone to give them because I dropped it in the taxi on the way, which kind of made it even worse because. I'm like, I'm there, and I can't contact anybody. I can't even speak to anybody. I'm just hoping that this Korean taxi driver lives up to, like... Like, Korean are really honest, nice people. So I'm just I'm just hoping that this guy is, like, being able to find my phone. Somebody's called it, he's entered it, and, like... Maybe that maybe this guy can speak English a little bit. Uh, he couldn't. I, I think they did speak... I just cut my losses by the end of it. But that was the first experience of having my phone and not being able to do a thing about it like it's, it's just gone and just being in, in, a, in a world where I don't use it um, I don't know have you, ever, have, you, have you ever thought about doing that kind of stuff like the meditation stuff and uh, not in the meditation sense but um, I have uh, um, in my uh, blogging days I have been to a um, a uh, music preview for the new Star Wars movie came yeah, out yeah. and I got invited to go and listen to the music ahead of time yeah. and they did the same thing I think I ended up either not bringing my phone or just turning it off but they did the same thing they collected everyone's phones well like like yonder kind of style or or would they would they put it in a box or yeah just like uh, like a box they took everyone's really? phones because you couldn't record the music because the movie hadn't come out when was that? Uh, this was a year two years ago Wait, so so um, so if you go to listen, like, how do you listen to the movie? You just go and sit in the cinema and then listen to it. So this was uh, actually uh, not too in the downtown Toronto, not too far. There's a there's an office on Richmond where they do a bunch of pop ups. They've done them for Disney. They've done them yeah, for yeah, Star Wars, yeah, yeah, yeah. for Justin Bieber. Yeah, They're always doing yeah. pop ups there. I would um, not go to the Justin Bieber one. And. <laughs> <laughs> 
I probably wouldn't go to the Disney one, but definitely the Star Wars one. That sounds cool. Yeah, and they had a bunch of snacks, some drinks, yeah. Yeah. and uh, yeah, nobody could be on their phone. Okay. For for copyright reasons. Wait, which which one was that? Was that the one? What was the the title of that Star Wars? That was I think it was the Force Awakens. I want to say. Okay. Okay. I remember seeing that in the cinema. That was the first time I was in Canada. I'd moved to Canada. Well, I came here in like Christmas 2016. I was like, I have to go and watch this Star Wars film in a big North American cinema. And I buy all the paraphernalia. And I buy like a big Star Wars like popcorn box and all that kind of stuff. I went full out. I went fully North American, and it was it was <laughs> it was great. I loved it. <laughs> okay. Um, the end of episode one sorry if it's not the most amazing podcast in the world ever but hopefully by episode two three four probably by episode 400 we'll have got it down to down to a fine art but yeah tune in next time and we'll uh we'll just update we'll just update where wherever is uh, necessary like where we're going to put this on soundcloud and then put it on the Wherever we're on iTunes. Yeah, iTunes. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. Bye.